Welcome to Elevated Consciousness. My name is Alessandro. I am the founder of Guided Light Healing. And it is my absolute pleasure to be your host for today's episode. First of all, I want to wish all of you guys out there listening a happy new year, a happy 2024. 2023 was a big one, and this one is going to be a massive year for humanity and for consciousness. With that being said, I want to start out this year with a huge episode. I want to give you guys everything you need to make this year incredible. So how are we going to do that? Well, today we're going to start out with addressing this propensity to not want to look at the bad, not want to look at the negative. Because I'll tell you right now, this is doing you no favors. It is absolutely working against you. And it is one of the things that we work around the clock at Guided Light Healing to make sure it does not sabotage your life. And I promise you it has. So we are going to start out this year with understanding that essentially how we are set up, how our brains are set up, and what the spiritual world has done, I guess I'm going to say to us, <laughs> and I mean the lower frequency spiritual world. And most importantly today, we are going to shift your idea of this negative avoidance, and it is going to change everything in your life. I promise you. So where do we start with this whole thing? The best place to start is with what we are working against, what has gotten us to this place that we just want nothing to do with the negative. So much so that I see spiritual beings out there trying to structure their whole life so that everything is positive. And then when people are bringing up negative around them, they are running from it. They are also taking events from their life that are traumatic, hurtful, and are causing them to be in fear. And they're to their credit, I mean, they're trying to flip it. And they are trying to focus on what they want, not what's holding them back. But the problem is, we are working against our nature and how we we're built. So in order to correct all of the, the things that are working against us, we need to know what is working against us. So we've talked about bits and pieces of this in other episodes. So hopefully you've started to get little doses of this enough that the seeds have been planted and now it's time to really kick this growth into high gear. So this whole idea is essentially that if I focus on the bad, then I am going to create more of the bad. It's just there are all these things in the spiritual world that are constantly saying like, don't talk about negative things, because if you talk about negative things, you're going to create it. Well, there's this big problem with the spiritual world is that none of it really understands the creator field. And we've talked about how the brain will often take things that happen around a situation, and then the brain will go, this is definitely related. I used the example in a past podcast of a dear friend of mine who, who discovered during a game that putting his hand on his friend's knee caused the other team to score. Well, it didn't. And that is exactly what I'm talking about here is the brain has lumped together a lot of stuff. So the spiritual world, because of the lack of scientifically precise intuition, and the lack of direct answers from source because it didn't have that type of intuition, had to guess at everything. And sure, this is another topic. There is a lot of dark forces behind this, a lot of dark forces knowing how we're engineered. And we're going to have an episode on this pretty soon. 
dark forces, they know how we are built. They know our weaknesses and they know the things that we will assume are positive that will behind the scenes become one of our greatest weaknesses. So a lot of this stuff in the spiritual world, because human beings haven't really had the ability to sift between the information and see what is high frequency and what is low frequency. So for example, if we were to look at something like the Bible, when you intuitively test the frequency of the Bible, it's barely higher than where most of humanity is. And if you start to really dig into the Bible, what you'll find is there are some gold nuggets of high frequency information. But because the Bible was written by man, because the people who originally experienced the stories, they didn't know how to write. So they passed these stories sometimes through a hundred people. And then these stories were finally one day reached a person who had the ability to write, but again, the telephone game, <laughs> the stories are completely different than what happened in the beginning. So there are all these things in texts like the Bible that are surrounded by very low frequency information, very limiting information. And then it is all around this one high frequency piece and people are aware of this high frequency piece. So they're drawn to it. And then they assume because of all the other information that's there with it by association, it has to be positive and high frequency. So where I'm going with this is I'm trying to stick up for the spiritual world a bit here. And what I mean is not, not what we're learning right now, but how we got here. And I'm trying to say that we did the best we could with what we had. And to be grateful that things were out there opening your eyes and opening your consciousness to higher frequency ideas, but also understand everything is a work in progress. And just like knowledge, I am constantly talking about this. The more you know, the more you know to ask questions about the new things you've learned. And it just feels like you're hundreds of piles underneath being able to learn all the knowledge. So the more you learn, the more you feel like you don't know. And I would say that is absolutely been the case with my life. And I love it. I think it is amazing. It's an incredible driving force and it has always pushed guided light healing on the cutting edge of things. So with that being said, whether it's all dark forces, we're not going to get into that today. But I do want to let you guys know, there is a lot of information out there that the spiritual world talks about the power of the spoken word. Now, while that is true, repeating something negative. So saying something negative to somebody, you are not actually going to create that what is going to happen is say something negative happens to you. Well, you are like, I was in my younger years and going, well, I can soldier on I can throw this in a closet and block it out never think of it again. And it's not going to affect my life. Here's the thing, the science, the source science of this is the second you throw this thing in a closet and you don't go through the full cycle of getting this through your body, getting tired of it, losing energy on it, and essentially deflating this negative idea. What happens is in not talking about it, not journaling it out and not solving it, you are igniting and enlarging the presence of this in your creator field. So the spiritual world has done a huge disservice in trying to tell people that do not focus on the negative, don't talk about the negative, or else you'll create more of it. There is a power to the spoken word. And this is one of the big reasons why we have this propensity to not to want to talk about and address the negative. We just throw it in a closet because we figure it can't be affecting us if we don't think about it. But we got these really powerful brains. And these really powerful brains 
underneath the conscious processing and programming, they are thinking about it. They are working this stuff out in your dreams at nighttime. And this is absolutely hijacking your creator field. So there's this one aspect of it. And like I said, once we know all the things that we're working against, the solve is going to be so much easier. Now, let's talk about the source neuroscience of how things work. Why are we so focused on the negatives? Why do we want to avoid the negatives? So focused on avoiding the negatives and not wanting to talk about them. Well, we've got pleasure centers and we've got the pain centers in our brain. So pleasure is like reward. When things are rewarding, our brain essentially releases chemicals and really enhances. It sort of solidifies this idea of a reward. Now, negatives too are also stored in the brain. They are also essentially flagged. Now, what most people don't know is when we were created, our physical bodies have not updated as fast as our living habits, our eating habits, our ways in the world, our technology, our body has relatively stayed the same in the last 260 plus thousand years. So what that means is we were built at a time and place. Now, source knew and we, our higher selves, knew what we were going to need, be needing to be built for in, you know, 300,000 years later. But my point is at the time and place where our bodies really thrived, we had our lives threatened on maybe a daily basis or a weekly basis. And we were really probably in danger of dying once a day, once a week where today, maybe once a year, you're actually in danger of death. Although your body will see a bunch of negative posts on something you posted, and you will go into that same fight or flight of I'm dying, I'm dying. So the way we are built, the way our brains are built, and the neuroscience world hasn't really nailed this yet. They are figuring out a lot. And this is why I call it the source neuroscience, because we can ask the exact information from source as it is. So the way our brain highlights information, this is a really important piece I want you to realize. So this pain avoidance, this fight or flight system, the brain at nighttime is going to look throughout the day on everything you experienced. And two things in particular are going to become more permanent memories in the brain. Just like what we are talking about, you probably are going to guess it is the things that led to rewards are going to be stored in your brain. So your brain's going to put memories down on that and it's going to hardwire it in more permanently. And then the negative things that have happened that caused us to be emotional to having a reaction to really dislike something or fear something, whatever it is, those are going to be stored. Well, here's the thing. The brain is going to prioritize because of our survival instincts. It is going to give a 64% priority, which means the negative, the causing pain, causing death is going to have a 64% override over the pleasure parts of the brain leading the things that lead to rewards. So this is important because it becomes an avoidance system, right? If it's constantly, that's going to get us hurt, that's going to get us hurt. And we are constantly, our brains are set up to run from pain. So negative things today in this world, they're probably not going to kill us. Like I said, once a year, you're in danger of an actual life threatening event. And give or take, I mean, if you are in a line of work, like firefighting or something else, and you don't have the spiritual tools, we do it got it like healing, then yeah, you're probably in danger. <laughs> so you can be safe in that career, you can guarantee every day that that career is is full of safety, even in the crazy situations with the right tools, the right source understanding. And that's something we'll get to later on. But 
What I want you to understand is our brains, this is really interesting. Years ago when I found this out, our brains have a purpose for memories. It's not to remember the great moments in our life, like a photograph, taking a photograph does, or a video camera would record it. Our brains are set up to record two types of things in our life. One for our survival. Our brains, our memories were invented for survival. Our brains are full of memories that either things that we spot that can lead to our death. So we have memories of those. Our brain records that to keep us safe. And it updates this daily. It is constantly looking to update things that will keep us more and more safe, that will ensure that we live. And then the other memories in our brain will fire up and record when we get to a reward. So if you win a lottery, if you find food when you were looking for food, how you got there, the memory of getting there will be stored at nighttime. So our brains are not set up to feel good about our past, our brains are set up to keep us alive, to recognize patterns, patterns that keep us safe and patterns that will help us essentially be fed. So this is where we're at at the core. Now, the fight or flight system, if it is constantly aware of the negatives and the threats, and it's solely set up to avoid them, well, this explains why people have this propensity to not want to look at danger, to go around danger. So we have this whole aspect of it that our brains are built this way. Our brains are going to favor the negative information and our brains are going to get us to run from the negative information. And we have a lot of parts of our brain that are dedicated to keeping us safe. So you're dealing with this. We all are dealing with this. And this is a technology that has existed for a very long time in us. It's something that could have been updated, but hasn't. Now, the more you understand this world from sources perspective, you're going to say the human body is perfect. Right now, you may be going, wow, this really sucks. Why <laughs> didn't our bodies update? Why having our brains updated and all of these things to match our world today. There are some amazing reasons why from sources understanding that we can get into in other episodes. But for today, I just want us to understand what we're dealing with. So our body has the most amazing threat detectors. And everything that sets us off is going to cause us to run from it. So this is sort of some of the pieces we need to understand of why you do what you do. So we are going to have to find ways to essentially overcome this. And we're going to talk about some of those ways today. But what I'm trying to say is we have this brain programming, how we are set up. We have our brain kicking into this thoughtless life saving program to avoid and avoidance, avoidance of pain, avoidance of hurt, avoidance of things that make us afraid is one of our dominant programs. So with this dominant program, what are we supposed to do? Because in the spiritual world, we know that what we focus on, we create more of. And this whole idea that we are geared to spot, geared to reward the negatives, it seems like it's working against us. That's the thing I want to talk about today is it's not. It's actually the greatest thing to happen to us. It is the thing that will allow us to have the lives we want. Now, if you're like I was for a very long time and like so many of my students, clients and, and teachers that come up with guided light healing, Everybody has the impression that negatives are just bad. There's no benefit to them. And that is it. Well, we're going to change that today. Now that we have an intro idea of what is holding us back, what is causing us to do what we do. Now we need to start to work on our understanding first. And this is kind of the belief. This is kind of the new program that I want to instill right now. Our definition of the bad is things that hurt us, things that we fear, and essentially all other negative emotions we label as bad. 
Bad is essentially uncertainty and bad is pain. That is our old 6 million plus year program that we've been running off of is that bad equals this. One of the first things that we need to understand is that in you guys experience this all the time. So you'll see what I'm talking about in a second. But we've got to undo these definitions of bad. And it starts with our conscious understanding of it. So right now, this is there's a 98% likelihood that these are your definitions and your understanding. Well, what should our definitions and understanding be of pain? Well, let's start with that. So the first thing is that pain, pain is actually the thing that causes us to grow. When there is perceived pain, we get up and move. Our fight or flight system gets us to take action. So pain in our life causes change. So this idea of pain being a negative thing, it is not. It's a fire under our rears, warm, sit there too long, painful. <laughs> I don't know if you, any of you have ever kind of fallen asleep around a campfire, you're all good. And then you wake up, your shoes are all melted. It's kind of like that. Pain is a very effective motivator. And if we really, really look at this, pain is the reason for every single great breakthrough in your life. Every great achievement started out with the motivation of pain to get us going. So we can rewrite this definition that pain is actually healthy growth. It is motivation. I want you to really take this in. And if you really want to start to change your brain's programming, here's what I want you to do. I want you to start to look at the painful moments from your past. The more you can find, great. And this isn't to put you in a crying, sobbing ball in the corner of a room and going, Alessandra, what did you do to me? This is, there, there is another step. So maybe go one by one memory. And I want you to find the memory and I want you to find the pain from something. What was the pain? The pain was being let go in a relationship. The pain was being abandoned. The pain was getting beat up, whatever it was. Then what I want you to do is go back to that place in time and go, well, there was a positive change that came from that moment. What was that positive change? Take a look at that positive change and go, okay, well, I took self-defense classes. And then I want you to ask yourself the question, you know, are they valuable today? Of course they are. I never feel powerless in situations like that again. Okay, great. You're on the right track. Now I want you to ask this question. If you never went through the series of painful events, the series of obstacles leading up to it, would you have highlighted and made that in this case, self-defense courses, classes, getting an instructor, a priority? I'll tell you right now, the answer is no. Unless you have a genuine heart love for martial arts, you are not going to do this, okay? We are only going to do the things that are going to lead to rewards, which brings me back to our memories. Our brains are 100% storing the memories in the things that make us hyper, hyper safe. So every memory in your brain is either a memory of what to avoid. Okay, so memories, the purpose of memories are the things that led to problems. And when we start to see those things, we can get away from it sooner. Okay, so our memories are designed to keep us safe faster. So the first time we almost get eaten by a T-Rex, the next time we eat, the ground starts shaking in that boom boom pattern in my head. That's what it is. <laughs> Our brain's like, get out of here now. And, and we're gone. We're avoiding this. The other part of our brain, which is less predominant. Okay. I, I told you the avoidance is at a 64% priority. If the, we had the choice of both at the same time, the avoidance would have a 64% overriding factor. Now, our memories, the other type of memory is there to essentially record the things that happened that led to a reward 
This is how our physical bodies were built, our brains and memories, because we've talked about before how imperfect our memories are. You've got about a 28% accuracy after about <laughs> 12 hours that our memories are so imperfect. What were the purpose of memories? This is the purpose of memories to keep us alive and to help us find our nourishment, to help us find safety. That is on from a scientific point of view, the purpose of our memories. So with all that, so this exercise, which I strongly encourage that you do, the more of these moments you go through, the more you find the things you gained from a painful place in a painful time in your life, what is going to start to change is this idea of pain. We can actually rewire our brains to go, oh, pain is the thing I need in order to have a better life. And if you start to have that type of outlook in your life, what is going to happen is you are going to change your nature, your persona, you are going to change all of these amazing things. But first and foremost, you are going to stop shying away from the pain because pain always leads to the things you're proud of, your strongest things in life, your strongest qualities. So pain is actually the thing that leads to epiphanies and to new skill sets and to new tools to a better life. So the more of these memories we go through, the more the memories are not going to bother us. The more these memories are going to change. So this is something that blew me away. When in studying neuroscience, every time we access a memory, we change it. We change it 20 to 30%. How we change it is depending on our perspective, our persona that we have today. If we're more empowered today, when we access the memory, we change it to a more empowering memory. So, with all this being said, as you go through more of these memories from this space of pain has brought about the greatest changes in my life, it is going to create a motivation and sort of a seeking of reward for the things that are obstacles and knowing that the obstacles are going to bring about these major, major rewards. Now, if this starts to become your nature, if this starts to become your belief. How will this set you apart from the rest of the world? Well, while the rest of the world is programmed to avoid, to stop, to go no further when it comes to pain, the most successful people in the world, the people who changed the world were the ones who looked at a painful situation and knew what was on the other side of that. This is going to start to give you that helicopter view of the gains of the bigger rewards that your brain cannot see right now. So that's the first thing I want to start to change your idea of this belief of pain. Now, let's start to work on the belief of negative that negative is bad. Well, if you guys were have immersed yourself in the spiritual world, the spiritual world, like we had said before, always talks about don't talk about the negative, don't think about it. Well, on a scientific level, if we do not, so something happens to us, and then we just closet it and throw it away. What happens is, is it is in the body and it builds a charge, it builds momentum, it builds in size. And someday, if you leave something unaddressed for long enough, it will hijack your creator field. And also it will become sort of the loudest part in your body. So this advice in the spiritual world of just look to the positive or look for the next positive thing and leave the negative alone is the worst advice that you could possibly have gotten. It was the worst advice I had gotten because it was actually the thing that hijacked my creator field, just like it does everyone else's and creates more of those negative situations. And because the way our creator fields work and the way this universe works, because it is within us, 
it ends up on a cycle and this cycle when it surfaces again is going to be louder more intense and scarier than it was the last time so i want to destroy this idea that the spiritual world has put out there that in talking about something and dwelling on something well not dwelling on it but closeting it and all that is healthy it is not on a science level what we need to do is we need to exhaust the negative moment okay so this say we were in a relationship and for no reason there's always a reason <laughs> for no reason a partner we had at the time broke up with us and we are crushed and a lot of people go great i'm going to close up my heart and uh not going to look at this again i'm going to move on to the next person well we're starting to build that create that and that situation circumstance is going to happen again and louder this time now if we sit down and we journal out all of our hurt all of our frustration we get into therapy sessions we have our favorite person we talk to and we cry this out what happens is, is think of this as a balloon that will grow and get bigger and bigger over the years as we ignore it and it will hijack more of a creator field. Well, if we go the opposite direction and we talk about it till we're blue in the face to as many people as we can, maybe don't do it that, that way because I don't want to be the cause of you losing all the people in your life. Joking, but there is a appropriate way to do this. But it's sort of like... It's like when something good happens to you and you have the best day of your life or the best experience of your life. And the first person you, you come in contact with, you blow them up with your story. You're animated, you're excited, you're ducking and dodging and retelling the story. And it is at 100% your best. And then a little bit later that day, somebody else comes over, asks about your day. Well, I got to tell you about my story. <laughs> And same thing, but you're telling the story at about 75, 80%. And then maybe, usually for me, about the third or fourth time I retell that story, I'm like, it was a good day. This thing happened to me and that's it. I've let all the air out of it and there is nothing left. Well, that is what happens when we tell the negative story, when we deal with the negative moment, we let the air out of the tires and we actually get it out. We essentially, there is this whole cycle we have to go through. It's experiencing that, uh, defining and understanding the emotions of it, and then putting together the bigger picture of it, and then getting all that stagnant energy out of the body somehow. And then we go back to neutral. So that's sort of an intro into getting something negative out. So this idea of just pretend it never happened is doing the most damage that anything could do in your life because it's creating negative cycles that are going to be louder and more intense and harder to overcome. So this other part of the equation is that the things that you have not essentially gotten tired of telling those stories the things that when you do tell the stories you're really really charged about them that is a sign that you haven't let the air out of those tires we need to do that and we have some very incredible tools at guided light healing that we teach on how to do this but i want you to understand that if there is an emotional charge behind it you have for sure not completed that full cycle and it is negatively hijacking your creator field and a problem for you so the idea is that you should process you should label how those events made you feel you should find what those events caused you to change and what blocks they've created and go through the whys of those and really sort all this stuff out. Now, I can hear some people going, that's a lot of work. It is way more work having to deal with the recurring obstacles that come from these negative moments. So the spiritual world did not do us any favors by telling us to just ignore it, look past it and look to the next good, because the way our 
the signs of our creator fields, this becomes the loudest in our creator fields. And because the brain is so focused on the negative, you better believe it is constantly, constantly, constantly reliving this stuff. And because we didn't let the air out of those tires, it's got power and it gains power and it gains momentum every time our subconscious and conscious brains relive it. And it becomes more and more of a life hijacking. So the next negative thing, perceived negative thing that happens to you, think about going, okay, well, this happened. And instead of shutting off to this and ignoring this, I'm going to live in this, I'm going to grow from this, I'm going to learn from this. And I'm going to let it improve my life because pain equals an advancement in my life an advancement in my abilities in my knowledge in my conscious expansion, I'm trying to hammer this into your guys heads, because this is going to change everything. <laughs> And then after we get to that, it's going, okay, what emotions did I feel in this situation and get to the heart of the emotions? And then ask why specifically did you feel those emotions and go through that part of the process. And then afterwards, as you start to go through these levels by level by level, you're going to find it gets less and less and less. And then the need to retell this as it drops, that is a sign that you've gotten it out of your body. Now, it will also entail some sort of physical action to get it out of the body. Sometimes writing helps. Sometimes there are other physical activities, usually specific to you. So it got a light healing, we would intuit what exact activities will help you get this cycle of pain in this thing that is going to create blocks in your life, out of your body, out of your energy, out of your creator field. So that is something we'll cover in more in depth and detail later on. My goal for this part is to get you to embrace a process of going, how do I get tired of this? How do I exhaust the need to get emotional about this, to experience emotions about this and tell somebody about that? That is the whole takeaway from this piece. How do I get to that place? Now that we understand this, now we get to the place of understanding what are negatives in our life. So this next reprogramming, this brain program, is that negative things are not negative. I really want you to take this in. Negative things are not negative. Alessandro, how can that be? They feel negative. They bring up negative emotions. They make me cry and scream and run away in fear. They must be negative things. The negatives are negatives. All right, another definition swap out that I want you guys to make and that will be easier to make the more your consciousness and frequency grow. The idea that negatives are negative is misinformation. It is something that the spiritual world has pounded into us. Unfortunately, it's wrong. The physical world, our parents, our teachers have ingrained that bad things are bad things. And that is just it. Like we've talked about before, negative things have an equal number of negatives and positives. So are negative things positive or negative? Well, two things I have to say about that. One, they're both, obviously, <laughs> but at Guided Light Healing, we actually favor the negatives more than positives. Negatives are the key to things working in our life. Negatives are the key to our skill growing. Negatives are keys to completion on things we don't fully understand. Negatives are ways to assess what pieces are not up to par to turn that negative outcome into a positive outcome. So it got a light healing in our more advanced courses, we teach that negatives are the best thing in the world to happen to you. You cannot achieve a 10,000 hour mastery unless you embrace the negatives. Why would you want to embrace the negatives? Well, this whole idea of pleasure and pain, you see, a negative is letting us know where we have work to do. 
So say we're trying to build the, the perfect body, a body that can perform well in every situation. If we don't expose ourselves to new things that cause us to falter, to fall, to fail, we don't know the parts of our body that are not up to par to our spec. So we teach, we're the only place that I've ever seen, and I can say that because I got a lot of sources of help in creating that program, but we are the only ones who actually teach a 10,000 hour mastery program in your area that you are having the capabilities of becoming a 10,000 hour master. Now, with that being said, the negatives are your best way of crossing that finish line. The negatives are a way to test, where am I at with this? Am I at 100%? We constantly teach to find new ways to fail with new tools you learn. Find ways to fail and expose weaknesses in your old understandings, in your old tools, because those are moments that if you don't go to a dark place, hard to, I know, but if you don't go to a dark place and you start to look at it and start to ask good scientific questions about it, what was the piece that made this whole piece not work? Well, wow, I, you know what? I, I missed some details. Oh, so my awareness in these situations, I'm too in my body and not using my brain to get a helicopter view of the situation. That's hurting me in achieving success in the situation. Wow, great. I know exactly what to work on next. If I work on bringing more situational awareness to the situation, I might be able to overcome this. And being able to take on things this way is one of the many, many recipes we teach here. So what I'm trying to do is I want to change your idea of the negative, that negatives are negatives. They're not. They're positives. They are pieces that we are not prepared for. Okay, they are things that we didn't plan for. So if we are holding fear about a situation, it's not because we know we're not going to overcome the situation. The fear is coming up as a tell to tell us that we are not fully prepared for a situation, that we are missing details of a situation. So the quickest way to growth and again, this is something in our programs, is finding the things that do not work and looking at it purely from a science place, leaving the emotions out of it and go, okay, this here was not the desired outcome. Very scientific, right? It sounds so sciencey. <laughs> this was not the desired outcome. What variables kept this from being the desired outcome. Great. These three variables have kept this from being a desired outcome. Great. What changes can I make to these variables to possibly bring a desired outcome? I go, I make the changes, I build some muscle memory for these changes, I get the right emotional state for these changes, the right mindset for these changes, I go at it again. Whoa, lo and behold, failure again, not failure, but negative thing again, I look at it. Now this time, the ones I corrected, great, but one of the three, again, was the thing that kept me from getting the desired outcome. I go back and I look at this and I go, okay, so this variable right here is the reason why I didn't get my desired outcome. How can I change this in a way that'll maybe lead to success? So where I'm going with this is that without the negative, we would never know where the weaknesses are. We would never know where we sort of glazed over the opportunity to gain perfect balance, to gain perfect understanding. As you expand your consciousness, you will have a new found love for the negatives. And the negatives will no longer mean failure in your life. The, the negatives will start to mean that you are pushing yourself at the limits 
to expose the weak pieces of all the hard work and effort you're putting into something. And that's important. You're putting hard work and effort into things to be our best. Don't you want to know the pieces that are going to make you feel like you're not capable and like you're never going to be able to do this? It's a crazy perspective, right? Crazy to think about the negatives are our keys to success in life. They are our keys to higher levels of performance. So this other thing that I want to get you guys to, and this may take some time, and it's going to take some of our more advanced tools, but I want you to start to entertain the idea that I need the negatives more than I need the positives in my life. What do you mean, Alessandro? Well, the positives cause complacency. The positives cause us to relax. The positives cause us not to pay attention. The positives cause us to be happy with where we are. It's the negatives that inspire greatness. It's the negatives that bring about our problem-solving abilities. Talking about positives and negatives, positive things happening to us put us into a happy state, and a happy state causes us to make mistakes. Put us into a negative state, we start to get hyper-focused, hyper-aware, and we start to catch mistakes, and we start to not make the mistakes we would have in positive states. So this idea that negatives are this thing to run from in life, on a dark force level, this is brilliant. Make Everyone avoid negatives. Nobody's going to grow. Nobody's going to reach their potentials. And there's going to be no competition in the world. Not everyone thinks that way. But there are a lot of smart people in a fear-based place who think that way. I tell you, they had their hands in the information. And it was a genius idea that if we can get people to run from the negatives because it's our nature to not realize the potential for the lives we want every positive thing that we want will be gained through addressing and sitting with and analyzing from a science neutral place the negatives and ways to improve it that is where our amazing lives come from so this is a lot to digest all I want you to do is there are a lot of seeds I'm planting in this information. All I want you to do is to really, really take this in, probably listen a few times. And I want you to start to essentially change your programming, change how you look at this obstacle avoidance, this negative avoidance system that you have been programmed to be and to have and to enact. I want you to think about a situation and I want you to start to think, okay, what are the negatives? Okay, I know the things I want to avoid, but should I avoid those in this situation? What happens if I work and focus on these negatives and I receive this negative outcome. Well, if I do, I'm gonna grow, I'm gonna train the things that are weak that I didn't know were problems and I'm gonna be better. And then inevitably when this situation repeats again, maybe at higher stakes, I have a chance of besting that situation. But if I fail in this situation, I don't address it, I don't go through any of the processes, I don't analyze it like a scientist and go, okay, so this was the, <laughs> this result was an undesired result. This isn't what I was going for. It's not bad though. It is just telling me the components that are weaknesses that I can improve, that I can take to new levels. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get you to focus on a new mindset, a new understanding, a new persona. And it is that maybe I should not try and avoid any negatives here. Maybe I should try and be open to the negatives. And if negatives happen, this is my opportunity to reach a higher level of performance, a higher level of understanding. So say this happened in a relationship. Okay, so, so wait a minute. Uh, instead of trying to avoid arguments, and this is what we do, right? We avoid the argument. 
great. Well, here's a fact. <laughs> the argument you've avoided, I can guarantee you've had that argument again, right? The argument you didn't solve, you didn't go through these processes on, you've probably had those arguments 50 or 287 times. <laughs> this tends to be the the consensus among relationships and older couples, not older couples specifically, but older relationships, relationships that get to the two, the five, the 10, the 20 on up mark is that the things that are not addressed this way, they are doomed to repeat, they're doomed to be louder. So this argument that keeps coming up, instead of getting it to the to the part where both people give up and we're like, all right, I'm going to forget about this for another week. And then we go about our lives. Every time it gaining momentum, gaining intensity, gaining strength. Instead of that, if we just sat down and we said, all right, what are the core components that caused this to fail? It was this, this, and this. It was me not communicating fully about this. Okay, this is what caused this. Oh, interesting. Okay, so that's the weak piece. There's not enough information in this. Well, looking at this, if I start giving more information, can this be avoided? Oh, shoot, maybe. And my partner seems good with this. And I feel like I'm really good at information. So I could definitely give more information here. And then you realize in looking at the pieces that caused it to fail, you're actually leveling up. And then more importantly, you're guaranteeing that this never repeats in your life. So I hope I've kind of sold you on this thing today that you have been misled in every regard and that running from fear, running from negatives is the exact opposite thing that you should be doing in your life. I have structured my life to look for the negatives in a way to tell me the areas of my life I can improve, the areas I can be better, the areas I can be stronger, the areas I can be more patient, more put together, and so many other things. The reason when people look at my life and say my growth is off the charts, it's because I love the negatives of my life. The rewards to me, they're fine, but there's nothing in that. I know the rewards are going to make me lazy. So what does Alessandro do? There is pleasure and pain. So I'm not like a, a what they call it, a masochist. <laughs> I'm not that. It's I've started to find for a very long time, I've been able to find the pleasure in pain. And that is exactly what happens is I am okay. I have nothing to prove to anyone. I don't need a, a win to give me status in the world because at the beginning and end of the day, how I feel about myself is the only person in the world that matters to me. Because if you truly have it for yourself, you won't need it from the outside in. And that is another episode in itself. But this idea that my failures are coming because I've increased the situation and circumstance and I am expecting to fail because failure is the best coach I've ever had in my life. And this is what I teach the students and the teachers at Guided Light Healing is that when you start to focus your life this way, what you can attain will be 10 times greater than anyone else. There will no longer be competition in your life. And the best part about this is, well, the saddest part about this is, is that everybody is so rooted to this because it's in our mechanics, it's in our biology, it's our neuroprogramming, it's our programming, that everybody is going to avoid this. But if you focus on this and make everything about this this year, you are going to decimate the competition. And I promise you 12 months from now, you will be the only one left standing at the top of that mountain because nobody else will challenge themselves this way. And you will start to find that thing I mentioned, that pleasure in the pain. How could that be, Alessandro? It is the same thing when you go back to the gym or when you start the gym for the first time. You are a mess for the first week 
or month, or if you're me, two months, you were in pain and everything else. But for some reason, we keep going back. And the more we go back, the pain doesn't change because we're increasing the workouts and everything, but we start to find enjoyment. And the pain that we are placing on ourselves that we are going through starts to become pleasurable. And this becomes an amazing way of life. And I'll tell you right now, it is so much more incredible to look at a challenge, find a solution through it, and then move on to a next challenge. Knowing that you can decimate the problems in front of you, that is empowering. Knowing that you can win once, that's a luck thing. And I'm telling you, it's not going to carry you very far. So in this new year, I want to challenge you to start to look at this stuff. And this also, this episode's coming up today because we are getting ready to launch a brand new course at Guided Light Healing. We've talked about reflections before. Reflections for people are at an all-time high right now. So we've put together a Reflections Mastery course. And a part of having high success in this course is having a high understanding that the negatives are the greatest thing to happen to us in our life. And that if you focus on negatives are the keys to everything you want in your life, this is going to give you the perfect foundation to get through and to master the reflections, how the universe talks to you. Because most people, they run from reflections and seeing this happen a lot in the past two months, and it's only going to increase in severity, we decided finally to create and release this new program that we, like I said, have talked about for years and taught in our other programs. But now we have a program that will bring about a mastery of all the different types of reflections and increase consciousness. And we're really, really excited about this course. Now, for those of you who are interested in this type of thing in your life, it starts with what we talked about today. And if you just do this, if you just focus your life on this and embody all these things and start to approach everything with this understanding, you are going to increase your life tenfold in a positive way, I promise you. And you will not feel like you're in pain. You will feel like you get through obstacles like nobody else in the world can. All right, you guys, I'm going to leave you with this for now. We have so many more amazing episodes coming up over the next few weeks. I'm really excited. But this one, this was the kickoff 2024 episode because this will make this year remarkable for you. I promise you on that. Now, this is a lot to take in. Listen a bunch of times to this break it down, distill it for the pieces that stand out to you and add on it later. And then as soon as you guys are ready, as soon as you've done what you can do on your own, that's not it. Reach out to us. We have these incredible free programs that we've again leveled up to get you guys even further, well beyond what you guys can do on your own to give you the understandings, the tools, and the foundations you need to guarantee that you guys live out your soul path, soul pull in this lifetime to experience the highest levels of love and happiness. You are not meant to go it alone. Nobody is. And Guided Light Healing was meant to fill the void that I never had. So if you guys want to achieve every hope, every dream you have in this life, we are here to help you to do that. So with that being said, we are doing a lot of groundbreaking stuff this year. And one of the things we can use your help in is getting this word, getting these messages out to other people in the world, because with all of these massive shifts, the more people who have this high frequency information, the more we are going to go in the right direction and the faster we're going to write the direction of the world going through these major shifts and obstacles of 2024. So any opportunity you guys have to let somebody know about this podcast and how it's changed your life and what we're doing together, it would be the most appreciated thing. I 
will be eternally grateful. So with that being said, Happy New Year. This year is going to be what you make it. And those of you listening to this podcast, I can tell you right now, it is going to be an incredible, incredible year. A year of obstacles, but a year of overcoming all of it. All right, you guys, I want to wish you a beautiful rest of your day, evening, or night. We'll be back most likely in another week with another episode that is going to, again, be a game changer. All right, you guys, my name is Alessandro. I am the founder of Guided Light Healing, and this was Elevated Consciousness. Take care.